We just celebrated Mother's Day yesterday, and what better timing for me to feature in this episode of Digging Deep for Treasure, a mama whom I admire. Shannon Early is a fellow podcaster and host of the Mamas Need Love podcast. I met her through one of the podcasting networks, and I was struck by her story. Shannon is a homeschooling mom of four kiddos, two of which are on the autism spectrum, and another has a rare genetic disorder. She is a KS manager of the household and loves spending time with her family and friends. She has been married to her best friend and the love of her life, Evan, since 2010, and is thankful for the people that God has brought into her life. Shannon is also a survivor of abuse in all of its forms, an advocate for women that are hurting and a super passionate Christian. According to her words, because let's be real, y'all, without Jesus, there wouldn't even be a Shannon in the first place. She has a community on Facebook called Mamas Need Love, a place where mamas from every stage and every way can come together and just let their hair down, a place where they can be authentic and find a friend and a village. And if you are interested in a closer relationship with Jesus, Shannon also has a free downloadable PDF that will rock your relationship for five days with Jesus. Please check out the show notes to see where you can find it. I lost my dear mother six years ago, and there is never a day that I am not thankful to God for her. She was my prayer partner, staunch supporter, and a loving model. Though physically she is no longer with us, she will always be treasured in my heart. And to all you mothers out there, you are to be celebrated not just for a day, but throughout one's lifetime. May this poem by Helen Steiner Rice called A Mother's Love remind you of how special you are. A Mother's Love is something that no one can explain. It is made of deep devotion and of sacrifice and pain. It is endless and unselfish and enduring come what may, for nothing can destroy it or take that love away. It is patient and forgiving when all others are forsaking, and it never fails or falters even though the heart is breaking. It believes beyond believing when the world around condemns, and it glows with all the beauty of the rarest, brightest gems. It is far beyond defining. It defies all explanation, and it still remains a secret like the mysteries of creation. A many-splendored miracle man cannot understand, and another wondrous evidence of God's tender, guiding hand. If you have your mother around, please give her a big hug and have a wonderful day. Stay tuned for Shannon and my conversation. Welcome to Digging Deep for Treasures podcast. This is your host, Cecile Valoria, a Christian author and a retired teacher. This podcast is to encourage women to grow in their faith and harness the power of the Holy Spirit 
as we unearth scriptural truths so that we can live a peace-filled life in this fear-prone world. Now sit back, relax, and let's dig deep for treasures from His Word. Hi, Shannon. Welcome to my podcast. I am so excited to interview you. I have read quite a few things about you, and I am just inspired by your life. And what? so let's let's have the others who are listening to us be inspired by you as well and encouraged by you. Why don't you start by telling us what you want us to know about you? Sure. That's not, thank you for the introduction. I feel like a superstar. Uh, my name is Shannon Early. I'm a podcast hostess. I host a show called Mamas Need Love because girls, we need it. And I am a homeschooling mom of four kids. Two of my children actually are on the autism spectrum. And another one of my children has this rare genetic disorder. He needs to get injections every night, but God is still good. I've been married to my best friend since 2010. He and I do everything together. He's like my peanut butter to jelly. And I just, I love talking. I love meeting new people. I love sharing Jesus with people. And also I'm a survivor of abuse, which is great because it brought me to Jesus. So yeah, I could keep going. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> See now why I said you are inspiring and you are such an encouragement. I see how much you've gone through in life. One of the things that I admire about you, and we talked about this before we started recording, is that you are a homeschooling mom. I have been a teacher for 32 years, and I kind of shared with you how I admire homeschooling moms because I myself cannot do that. I can handle 32 kids in class, but I can't handle teaching my own kids because I feel that my expectations of them would be so high that it might just destroy a relationship. That's not <laughs> saying that my kids don't live up to my expectations. They have actually blasted my expectations of them without my being their teacher. Right. <laughs> so so I, I admire you for that. How did you do it? Or how do you do it? Well, first of all, God is great. It's, it's definitely him. Yeah. We wanted to homeschool because of Jesus. Anyways, our, my husband and I ended up sitting down one day and making a homeschool mission statement for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was feeling kind of worn out with school. I was thinking about sending the kids to school just so I could get a break, which is not really the best reason to send your kids guys, you know, if it's just yeah. for a break. And my husband and I were talking and we ended up coming up with the number one thing that we wanted to homeschool for was so that our children would have a strong identity and who they are in Christ. And that way mm. their decisions would flow from that, you know, just knowing that they have that great self-esteem and yes. that great honor of being a, a daughter or son of the King. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's our mission statement too, which kind of helps me if I'm having a crazy day or the kids are being really crazy or disobedient, or I'm just mm -hmm. feeling ill. I yes. just remember our mission statement is we're just doing this so that they have a strong identity in Christ. And at the end of the day, if I can just share with them the, the gospel and just by saying, I'm sorry to them and showing them I'm a sinner, if I can uh -huh. share to them the gospel in any kind of way, then I feel like I've done a good job that day. But 
It is hard. Uh-huh. It's very difficult, especially yes. when you have four children and they all are different ages. They're four, six, eight, and 10, all different wow. abilities. Uh-huh. And, you know, with autism, a lot of times, so autism is generally like an umbrella of uh-huh. things that fall underneath it. So for instance, my children have sensory processing disorder. One has auditory processing disorder, which means he doesn't know which sound to focus on, whether it's Mm -hmm. the tapping of a pencil or me sharing information, he can't Mm -hmm. figure that out. And so they have different um, ADD, ADHD, just all these different things, dyslexia. And so teaching them is pretty difficult at time, but the good part about it is I'm, I let them fidget. For instance, if they need to stand up when they write, I let them stand up. If they want to lay on their belly while they read a book, I let them do that. I think that there's a lot more freedom for them at the house Mm -hmm. currently. And it's kind of like, I've made my own special ed program. (laughs) So it's a lot of like, oh, you don't want to do math. Well, let's go do something physical right now. Let's go exercise or run or something and then come back to it. And so I really like the freedom in that. One more plug about homeschooling that I love is Uh vacations. You get to yeah. vacation on all the off seasons and everything's super cheap. So that's, that's probably one of the big reasons I do it too. <laughs> yeah. So now do you or your husband work full-time as, as well? Yes. My husband, he is a full-time guy. He actually has been with the same company since he graduated college. And he wow. just got a new job at another company starting on Valentine's Day. And we oh are so excited, but it's also a really big change, but it's going to be yeah. a super big blessing for our family. So he works full time and I do actually hair on the side. I used to be a hairstylist uh-huh. before uh-huh. I had to stay home. So I go to people's houses and I do the hair, you know, make them look good. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So on top of the four children, ages four, six, eight, and 10. Yes. And that's grades, what, kindergarten, preschool, kindergarten, eighth would be second grade, and yep. ten would be fifth grade. Yep. Yeah, yes. I don't know how you handle all this. I know you're, you're very flexible at the same time, but do you also have, like, a set schedule or a routine for them? Yes, that's a good question. We do. It used to be a little bit more willy-nilly and we'll just go with the flow and see how the day takes us. And I realized this isn't working for anybody. So we did make a schedule. We like to sleep in. So everybody wakes up like at 8.30, has breakfast. And then the school bell, which is me banging on the door, is at 10 a.m. And uh, we do school, like we start school with a Bible. We learn about some sort of culture in the world. We pray for them. Then we have math for an hour. After math, we do spelling, writing, language arts, that kind of thing. And then after that, we have geography, science. And at the very end of the day, we have art or music. And the kids basically have to be good all day in order Uh to do that art project. Because that's like the thing that's the driving force. Uh And we also pay them with stickers. You know, like every subject that they complete through the day. Oh, you did your math work. Here's a sticker for your sheet. (laughs) And when they fill up their giant sheet, they get a dollar store item that's in a special prize bucket that we have. So we use incentives. And and then also because my children have special needs in different areas, I'm able to combine some of their curriculum. So like my kindergarten first grader is uh-huh. reading at the same time as my second grader. I brought him down a little 
and yeah. she's going up a little and they're doing the same lessons together. So things like that, you can clump them together. Yes. So are they both the ones who have the autistic tendencies? No, believe it or not. It was my first two children. And oh, I kept wow. thinking we had our first daughter. She's our eldest. Her name's Evangeline. Uh -huh. And Whoa, she, beautiful. we named her Evangeline because she was a messenger of God. Uh -huh. And I kept reading all these parenting books and nothing was working. And I would ask yeah. people's advice and nothing was working. And uh -huh. I just kept being like, what is, you know, I'm a terrible mom. What's going on? Uh -huh. Then we have our son who was completely different, but also still weird. But Evan and I, my husband's Evan. We were like, uh -huh. we're so weird ourselves. It's probably natural that uh -huh. our kids are weird, you know? Then I had my third kid, and that child was so easy compared uh -huh. to the first two. Like, everything the book said worked yeah. on that yeah. child. Number yeah. four comes. Number four is, like, the light of the world. Like, just oh, an angel. So uh -huh. my first two are the tricksters. They're the ones that are with autism, so it's a little difficult. Uh -huh. Plus, the fact that, like, 50% of my kids have autism, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, though? God has given them the perfect mom. Oh, thanks. And the reason why I'm saying that is because when I first met Shannon online, like a few minutes ago, <laughs> and before that as well, I have listened to her podcast. One of the things that I admired about her is her energy and vibrancy. Having that in you is i think god's way of preparing you for what he has given you and so your children are so blessed because if you were the kind of mom who was very negative i don't think your situation would work the way it would right you know no, so true. yeah so god has really put you and put them together so that your life can shine God's glory. Definitely. Definitely. And they, they teach me lessons about God all the time. Like <laughs> I realize, for instance, I get frustrated with them, you know, like I'm a normal human being. And, and then I look at them and I realize, wow, like, look at the way God must look at us. Like, why are you making that? You know, I'll tell my kids, why are you doing that? You know that that will hurt you. Or why are you making that decision again? Or why are you yeah. being so anxious? It's okay. And I'm sure God's looking at us the same way as a parent, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you making that decision again? You know? So it helps me have like, just understand my relationship with God so much more by having yes. children that have extra needs. And I loved what you say about you studying geography after the Bible and you going into geography and stuff. What brought into my mind when you said that was what I've, I've started doing. I actually uh, did a prayer month mm. with Beth Moore. Um, this was, yes, this was in July. And she had a whole 31 days of just being in prayer. Mm -hmm. And in those 31 days, she also had us pray for a country. Mm. And so the, the 31 days was done in July, but I continued on. And what I have been doing now is every day I've been asking God to, to bring to my mind a name. And with that name, for example, if I got the name Shannon, your name starts with an S. So what I did was I researched 
on countries that began with S. Wow. And I would look at, I, I wouldn't have enough time to go through everything about the country, but I would even look at mm -hmm. where are they in the relationship with God. And mm -hmm. so I would pray for, for them in that regard, that God would bring light into their world so that they would know that Jesus is their savior mm -hmm. and the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we we have this super cool book. It's called uh -huh. Window Window to the World or Window uh -huh. of the World, something like that. And it has all these countries and it goes uh -huh. by continent. And yeah. it is so cool because though this book is written by Christians, it has such a factual way of explaining things. Uh -huh. And so you get to hear the real story and they don't have any judgment. So for instance, yeah. we learned about Haiti last week. And we prayed yeah. for Haiti the entire week. And yeah. we learned that they had earthquakes and they had, you know, the giant tsunami and it devastated yeah. them, all these things. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But we also learned that they still practice voodoo and yeah. that they say that they're Christian, but oftentimes they call on other spirits. And so we were praying that they would just call on Jesus. And I just yeah. like that the book is really honest like that, but it didn't say, and that was bad. You know, it just said, yeah. this is what yeah. they do. Uh, yeah. So that's, yeah. I really like that book. It's been really cool. So do you have your children write something after you look at geography? And the reason why I'm asking this is I'm going to go ahead and kind of propose something to you. Oh, okay. Go for it. No. Tell me first. Do they write something? <laughs> you need so to answer my question first before <laughs> I make my proposal, right? <laughs> so generally we do what's called popcorn prayer, which is uh -huh. one person starts praying and then they say popcorn, so-and-so, and the next person has to continue the prayer. So we okay. always pray for that country. The thing that we write every day is a Bible verse. So okay. we don't write anything specifically about geography. Okay. Okay. So the reason why I ask that is because if you want an avenue to kind of, and I'm not giving you more homework here, okay? <laughs> You're a teacher. I'm, you can't stop teaching. Yeah, I know. I'm just a teacher. And I have to say, when you were talking about that, I go, I go through different countries every day, mm -hmm. but I don't really have enough time to read about that country or really mm -hmm. get a lot of information about that country, which I would want to have. Mm -hmm. But when you said you were doing geography, and I said, well, if she wants to have one of her kids mm. write a summary of that country and send it to me, then Aww. you would have a writing assignment for them mm -hmm. that would develop their writing skill. And then you would also be helping me out, giving <laughs> me information about that country so that I know how to pray more about that country. So that's on the table for you. That's and really that's cute. And that's for your kids. I'm that's just, very cute. I'm just throwing that, that out to you. My kids yeah. are so funny. Like, okay, for instance, this week we're learning all about the Inuit people, Canada and Greenland. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, guys, I read them all these things. We've been learning about them now for three days. Uh -huh. And I was like, what, what about these people? Like, what would you say about them? You know, like, tell me uh -huh. something that we learned. Yeah. And they were all obsessing over the fact that they would use seal skin sacks to carry yes. their food. That was yes. the thing. I was like, out of everything we talked about, you don't remember anything else? And they're all like, seal skin. 
So you're going to get a letter in the mail and it will be like, these people wore red shorts. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's good. Anything, right? And that's, that's the beauty of education is that you can go where they, they are coming from mm-hmm. and then build it from there. Mm-hmm. That's what's so, so cool about homeschool. Like if we go outside, so every Friday is nature journal day and we go outside and they have to sketch something that they see. And then we go inside, we find the Latin name of it, and we also write the English name, whatever. But what's neat is, you know, like one day we went out and they found a praying mantis and they were all, all four kids were like, whoa, and they're all looking up close at it. And the little praying mantis is moving its, you know, crazy origami head. (laughs) And we go in the house and they just wanted to keep learning more about it. And Uh so it started as they had to draw a tree, ended up being, we're going to learn about every single possible thing about a praying mantis. And I think that's what's super cool about homeschool is that it's kind of like you get to be led at the children's excitement. Now, none of them like math except for my six-year-old. Everybody else (laughs) would never do math again if that was a thing. But But you know what, though? You are extending your lessons into the different areas. Like with a praying mantis, you are now digging into science. Mm. And so that's, that's the beauty of that. So, yeah, you're doing a great job. So, <laughs> congratulations. Yay. I can't do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'd but, be surprised. But, yeah, no, it's no. I feel so bad for all the moms that were, like, thrown into being homeschoolers the last two years because yeah. of COVID. It's just not yeah. the same. It is not the same yeah. at all because you don't get to pick your curriculum. You're still having yeah. to do virtual school with the teacher. It's just, you know, yeah. feel bad for the teachers. Just everything these yeah. past two years has been insane. That's true, because I did, um, for probably about uh, half of the year, I did online with my student, Mm. while at the same time taking care of my dad. And that's after probably two or three months, I kind of said, okay, this is not going to work, because my dad's sitting here behind me, (laughs) and I'm teaching, well, my students can't see my dad. Oh, sure. But... I'm teaching my students and I'm also keeping an eye on my dad. It's not going to be good for both of them. Do you have any help? Do you have any therapists? Do you have any counselors? Do you have uh, special ed help that help you with all this? Because that's such a big task. Yeah, you know, there is help available. And my kids at different times have gone to therapists. We've Mm -hmm. done ABA therapy, which is behavioral Mm -hmm. therapy. Mm -hmm. We've done Mm -hmm. cognitive therapy, which is like you sit on the couch and talk about your feelings. We've done occupational therapy and physical therapy. But it got to the point, since I have three kids with special needs, we couldn't afford it anymore because it was three co-pays every week. And it just got to the point we, we just couldn't do it, which stinks, you know? So unfortunately, we don't have any help right now. Like I, the family... I mean, I love my family, bless them, but they don't, they don't really help at all. So that honestly, I think out of everything is probably what I feel like probably sinfully resentful about. I think that that's one of the harder things for me. And I think that there's a special needs school, like a program nearby, but I don't know how to, I heard that homeschoolers can hook into the public school system and just come in for stuff, but I don't, I don't know how to do that. And I should probably research it. And you know, that was my second question to you. Mm -hmm. is have you reached out to your public school? Because when I was still teaching, several homeschooling moms 
reached out to our school and they were given assistance from the counselors the psychologist and stuff like that. So I would really encourage you to, okay. to reach out to your school district. I was hoping that you were connected to a school district. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you connected, however, to a homeschool? Resources? Yes. Okay. So okay. basically, God has been so good that I, I have so many friends, homeschoolers. So yes. we get to be kind of a nerdy click together and talk yes. about you know, we get to share things that other people might not understand the same. Yes. Um, so that's been great. And as my children have gotten older, it's been a lot easier. I think, uh -huh. you know, they're, they're better at regulating their emotions and that kind of thing. But when mm -hmm. I had three, when I had four kids, four and under or five and under, it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. And, the, and everybody had autism, you know, and no one was on medicine yet. It was just crazy. Like all yeah. their different fears. It was so funny. Like I had one afraid of loose animals loose animals oh my goodness so just little silly things like yes. that you know yes anyways we do have a school nearby and I think I I probably should connect with them I think that would be yeah. a really good idea you know how yeah. you just get into the routine and sometimes you just forget to do stuff yeah but that would well, be a good idea yeah because you need you need help it's not like you're not doing a good job but an extra help here and there would be good oh and yes you need those breaks too right yeah, um, I, honestly, that's kind of what podcasting has become for me. It has been uh -huh. such, like, so fulfilling. And it yeah. just fills my tank up. It's like I get yeah. to feel like a woman, not just a mom. You know, yeah. like I get to be my uh -huh. own individual person. Yeah. Um, and I get to meet people all over the world. And uh -huh. so many Christians that are so encouraging. Or sometimes I meet people that are a little odd. But it's, so, yeah. it's something to talk about with my husband later, you know. So <laughs> it's just really nice. I love podcasting. Yeah, yeah. And that's good. And God is always faithful in providing yeah. for us. Like I am my dad's 24-7 caregiver. And as I was looking at the two years that I've been doing this, mm. after so many months, God sent me a caregiver. Yay. Actually, two of them. And they only come every Saturday because we have to pay for it too right you know because, right yeah so it gets very expensive but then one of those days when i was meditating on god's word and i believe it was in leviticus or something one of the the old testament mm. scriptures mm -hmm. and god talked about the sabbath mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it dawned on me how when God asks you to do something, he actually provides and equips you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have this caregiver once a week. God wants me to do a Sabbath every week. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. he provided this help mm -hmm. so that I can also do my Sabbath. Right. So what a wonderful, amazing God we have. And I am hoping that as you reach out to the public school, as you even continue on with your podcast, I think that's God's way of providing for you as a Sabbath for him. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I agree. And God says, you know, he rested and he, everything he does is for our own good. And so yes. if he gives that as a model to us, like, hey, guys, take a break. It's not yes. that he's saying 
he's not like doing it in a forceful way. He's saying like, come no. and rest in me and it's going to, you know, yes. you need this. Yeah. Yes. I hope that you continue on with that rest and that excitement with your podcast and just having that extra help. Thank you. Uh, we'll be praying for you in that area. Thank you. So now with all the things that you do, do you encounter stress? And I oh. think <laughs> I know what the answer is. Uh, yeah, I encounter it on a daily basis. Yes. Uh, I've actually learned to kind of have a constant conversation with God. Uh I think my kids know if they see me mumbling to myself, they need to back away because mom's praying (laughs) so she doesn't lose her mind. (laughs) But I'll say something like, like, you know, that feeling of stress and your heart starts like beating real fast in your chest. There's like this monster that's growing and you just want to let it out. So Uh I feel that at least once a day. And that's what I'm like, God, like, please help me right now. I need your help. I can't do this alone. You know, like, please calm me down. Please help me with this. And I kind of, it's like a, it's like a mantra, but also I'm really talking to him. I really am asking for his help. And I believe if you ask God for his help, then you need to actually try to do the thing you're asking for. Like, yes. You have responsibility too. So I think that doing that also holds me accountable because I've just asked Mm -hmm. God. Yeah, I do that. I also, unfortunately, like I eat a lot of food. That happens Mm -hmm. too. That's, you know, stress eating. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But no, just having a constant talk with God all the time is what helps me the most. Yeah. I do understand where you're coming from. I mean, I don't have four kids and especially kids with the needs that they have with your kids, but just taking care of my dad and that generation gap and that reversal in roles and you get resistance. I believe you get this also from your kids. So whether you're taking care of kids or you're taking care of an elderly or you're taking care of just even your spouse or any relationship whatsoever, You will always have conflict. You will always have tension. And I understand what you're saying about praying. I'm helping my dad in, you know, getting him to bed. And when I get a resistance or there's friction or whatever, I whisper a prayer while I'm there. That's so funny. Help me. me. And then I say verses like, Lord, help me to be quick to listen. Mm. slow to speak and slow to be angry James right Mm -hmm. so I understand what you're saying about just praying through your day Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. whispering and talking to God throughout the whole day Mm -hmm. and I'll do it too for like sweet things like I don't know I think so when I met my husband Uh he was not a Christian yet he said he was a Christian Uh but it was more like because he was white growing up with his parents uh-huh. he just was does that make any sense like he occasionally went yes. to christmas yes. church service yes. so something would happen like an empty parking spot at the front and i'd be like thanks uh-huh. god things like uh-huh. that and he'd always yes. be, he just thought i was such a weirdo but it could be yeah. anything like i don't know i can't explain it but god has had mercy on me and i'm able to see just little sweet things throughout the day that i'm like thank you god so that's helpful little too, miracles yeah little miracles Yep. And you're not weird in doing this because I do the same. <laughs> Maybe we're both weirdos. <laughs> I'll be a weirdo with you. Okay. You know, it's a good, it's like, a good way. Yeah. Yes. 
because like we were just out. My sister in law gave us a three day mm-hmm. pass weekend. Ooh. So she came to my home and she took care of my dad. Although on Saturday she left because my caregiver, my dad's caregiver mm-hmm. was here. So we had our three days and we went away to um, Monterey and the Ooh. beach area. And we kept on going to Asilomar, which is pretty close to Monterey, but it's such a tourist spot. It's mm. such a well-known place for people to go surfing and stuff like that. And so it's hard to park. Right. And <laughs> to find parking because it's like parallel parking in the side of the street, mm-hmm. in a two-way street. And right. so, yeah, but every time we went, God would open up a place for us and i'm like thank you lord thank See? you you're exactly yeah yeah like your listeners need to know God, if you can keep your eyes open to the good things in your life as opposed to the things that are really weighing you down i think it just really helps you throughout your whole day you know just having your eyes set on the good things it just makes it so much better and i think just focusing your eyes and keeping your eyes open Mm-hmm. It is little miracles throughout the day. Yep. Even the sunshine is a miracle. Even right. being able to wake up is a miracle. Mm-hmm. Because we're not guaranteed our tomorrow, but so every time we are able to wake up, that's a miracle for us, that we are still given life. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's totally right. I went to a women's retreat once, and the lady blew my mind because she said, imagine if God only let you have the things that you thanked him for. She was like, did you thank him for, you know, this, this, and that. And then she was like, did you thank him for the very breath in your lungs? And I was like, Ooh, you know, like, good point. Like he literally yeah. gives you everything. Like he created yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. We take things for granted because they're so routine. They're so normal mm-hmm. that, in our daily lives that we take it for granted. If we go back to just praising and thanking him for the little things that he gives us, the daily things, mm-hmm. I think that we would even see more miracles in our lives. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, and that's why coming from a past of not being a Christian, I'm so, I think that my eyes are able to be even wider than somebody that grew up with a perfect life. Yes. I think I'm able to just see the way Jesus really does save somebody. And like, I really, really felt his power. Yes. And I think that that is something also that's just, it's just so encouraging to me to know, like, he really cares for me. He's really there and he really has power. You know, that's. Yes. And I think that he loves it when we go back to him mm-hmm. and just say, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like when yeah. you give your kid a present. Yeah. You know? If yeah. if they say thank you and give you a little hug, you're like, you're welcome. Your heart swells with pride. Yeah. And if they just took it from your hand and ripped it open and left it, you know, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then was focused on what they got. Right. And, and then forgot you it. who gave it to him or her. Right. It kind of takes away that joy of giving, right? <laughs> Right. Exactly. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So going back to how you dealt with stress, 
Yeah. Do you have any verses that you go to that you're mm -hmm. always tending to go to that gives you an immediate peace? Just yes. Like that? Yes. And let me. Okay. So my favorite verse when I'm feeling like I'm a failure or um, things are just overwhelming or I'm just feeling just not really great. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite verse is Romans eight thirty eight through 39. And this is from the NIV. Okay. And it says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, ne neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And that, I just Amen. feel like it's such a powerful verse. Yes. You are actually making my heart swell right now. It's such an joy. awesome verse. Yes. Yeah. I don't so know. Tell it's... me what about that verse makes you feel so calm and back to a, a place of stability, a place of peace. I think it helps me remember the world's fallen. We're going to have bad days yes. and we're going to mess up and mm -hmm. it's not the end of it. The yes. thing you can, I love knowing that there is that once I tell Jesus that I am his, once I accept him, I love yes. knowing there is nothing in the world ever, ever, not even angels or demons. There's nothing yes. that could yes. then make him not love me. Yeah. And it's just so to me to know that. And in a different way, we share that with our children. We always tell them, there's nothing you could do that would ever make us stop loving you. And it's shorter, but it's just that feeling of, he's. it's just such a powerful verse. I just love it. Yes. It gets me excited. Yes. yes. I. This is the first time ever that a guest has made me cry. Oh, and <laughs> No, 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 no. I am crying because I see God's hand in your life. I see his faithfulness and I see how you have responded to him and how I see that joy in you despite the circumstances you've gone through. Mm -hmm. And I can just, I, your life gives me more praises to give to the Lord and makes me be more in awe of him. Oh, that's amazing. You, you have been a blessing. And I am so thankful that God brought us together here. Because you have blessed me. How much more those who are going through the same things that you have gone through. Or those who are going through things that we don't even know mm -hmm. are harder mm -hmm. than, than what we've gone through. So thank you so much for you are welcome. any other inspiring, encouraging verses or things you want to say to our audience, Shannon. Man, I could talk for another 47 minutes. So <laughs> first of all, the verse that made me become aware of Jesus's power is when he walks on the water. And that's yeah. Matthew 14, 22 to 33. And I know a lot of the yeah. listeners have probably heard about Jesus walking on water. 
You need to go read that verse though yourself because he walks through a storm to get to his disciples. And that's the first time I realized, you know, he he's real. And my light, like my salvation verse is Psalm 41 through four. And it says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Amen. So that's my salvation verse. But as far as encouragement goes, guys, you're going to, you're going to mess up and it's, it's going to be okay. And you're going to have tough days, but there is a God there that loves you and wants relationship with you. And he's there all the time, whether you want to look at him or not, he's there. So the second that you decide that you would like a relationship with him, he is ready. That's all he wants. He's your father. So that's what I would say for advice. And he's waiting for you, just like your verse said. Right, right. He's waiting for you just to say yes to him. That's right. That's right. That's right. And if he can change my life around, guys, like (laughs) he could do it to you too. So, (laughs) And so with me, diagnosed with anxiety disorder since Mm -hmm. I was eight years old and living through so many years of that. And having it peak during perimenopause. Oh, no. And healing me and changing me. I mean, I wouldn't be up here right now doing this podcast if I was still that eight-year-old girl who approached the piano bench and played the piano with fingers that were shaking and not being able to finish completely because of how fearful I was. To this woman right now talking to you mm-hmm. without fear, then he could do the same for you. That's right. That's right. Get it, girl. Yes. So praise God. Yes. Always. Okay, Shannon. I know I want to keep on talking to you. Yes. Yeah. But I know that I know. we have to cut this short. We do want to get information about you and how we can contact you and how we can be in touch with you so that we can continue listening to your words of wisdom. Thank you. Sharing your testimony about how good our God is. So how do we do that? All right. Well, I am the hostess and creator of the Mamas Need Love podcast. And anybody can listen. Boys can listen. That's fine. But it's really that I want to encourage women, particularly mothers in the throes of motherhood. It can be really difficult or lonely. And the way that I want women to feel is they can let their hair down and just take a breath and relax and know they've got a friend on the other side of the microphone who's sharing their life too. And they can find me at mamasneedlove.com. Email me mamasneedlove365 at gmail.com. Tell me that you have an idea for my show. You want to be a guest, whatever, that's fine. (laughs) And the cool thing is I have a free downloadable PDF and it's a five-day prayer guide. And it's all about finding your self-worth in Jesus, figuring out what he thinks about you. And it's, it's pretty good because I think sometimes we need to be reminded of that. Thank you so much. You have been such a blessing to me. And like what I said, I've never, I've never cried in my podcast interviewing oh. a guest, but your life has just touched my life. And so oh. thank you so much, Shannon. You're really welcome so much. You. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Digging Deep for Treasures. If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to subscribe so you don't miss any future ones. Of course, it would be amazing if you leave a rating and review. This will help more women find the podcast and grow in their faith and peace. If you're not sure how to leave a rating and review, click on the podcast app you're listening to and look for the ratings and review option. I'd also like to invite you to join my private Facebook group so we can get to know each other more. It's a great community where we can engage, learn, and grow together. Just hop on to at Digging Deep for Treasures, then enter your name and email, and you'll receive an invite for the group. You can also connect with me on my website, cecilvaloria.com, or on Instagram at, at Valoria Cecile. Thank you once again, and may you have a blessed week. See you next week.